Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, so glad you're here. Let's share a Wednesday together with some fun listener questions. Today, Pam joins me and she gives her top three Walt Disney World lounges for a couple from down in Alabama who are headed down to the Walt Disney World Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend without kids and they want to be able to have some adult time. So that's pretty fun. We also have a question from a listener who's going to get one day at Disneyland, and he has two sons. They're six and four. Which park should he go to? It's kind of surprising. Uh, did, uh, between Disneyland and uh, Disney's California Adventure, so we have that discussion. Also, is the Christmas party worth it? Uh, a guest is taking her mother, who's in her 80s. Would that be a great decision for this holiday season? And also some advice on getting around to seeing the holiday decorations at Walt Disney World this year for a very short trip down to Orlando. This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For all of your Disney trip planning needs, the agents are standing by right now to help you plan the most magical vacation ever to Walt Disney World Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help out everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You seriously make all this possible. You allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all over the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2146 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over here at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. And we are, just so you know, countdown to kick off 24 hours before the start of the Mizzou football season. Excited is an understatement here in the... Uh, the middle of our country in SEC country. Excited for some football tomorrow night as our Tigers kick off a little bit early. And uh, just an exciting time here in Missouri. Football is back. The Cardinals are playing pretty well. I know I probably just cursed them. They'll probably go on a 10-game losing streak. I am so sorry to all the Cardinal fans. But, hey, it's a good time. And so many great things happening at the Disney destinations. We have news with Disney Cruise Line. We have a lot of stuff going on down at Walt Disney World, Disneyland. It's a good time to be uh, to just be alive and have a good time. So today, and we're glad you're here. So we're going to answer some listener questions for you as we do every Wednesday you get the Pam and Mike show, which is actually my life all the time because my wife's name is Pam. So it's like it's always Pam and Mike and my life. But today it's Pam Forrester, Coner of the Magic for Less Travel. What's up, Pam Forrester? How's it going? Happy Wednesday. I know it's going great. It's going great. Um, and I want to give a little bit of Disney Cruise Line news before we start. But before I do that, I would just want to say thank you to 
We have so many listeners who um, book with the travel agency, and we're so appreciative of that. Um, being part of the process of planning vacations is really the best part of our job. Um, just being a part of that many different memories. We get such nice emails and surveys from our guests. So I want to say that first of all, but great big news to share in the world of Disney Cruise Line cruising and starting at the end of September, we are going to see um, Disney Cruise Line dropping the pre-testing before you board the cruise um, for guests who are vaccinated of any age, actually. Um, emails went out at some point today. They were doing some emailing and some of it they just hoped that we would disperse down through to our guests. So I know so many people were waiting for that time. And it's not, I think, that people were really opposed to testing. I think what it did it is it sort of added a layer of anxiety to uh, getting on the okay. ship. That, right. <laughs> uh, that's so far the understatement of 2022 right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Unofficial it was. feedback from my guests over at the Magic for Less. I mean, just for my subset of guests, yes, a little anxiety would be the word. Yes. I know, right? And cost. And that's what and it was. Cost, I mean, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So many people really didn't, had no symptoms. People who tested positive had no symptoms and didn't even know that they were positive. And then there were, you know, that small percentage of people that were in that case and then had to sort of pivot, as they say, right, and deal with that. So anyways, we're so um, glad to see that drop and Disney Cruise Line's in line with the other cruise lines now. So it's a good day. It's a good day to sort of celebrate a another step um, to getting back to what we knew life to be, so. Awesome. Noses around the United States say salute. I mean, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're excited. No, I've gotten great feedback from my guests that are sailing, you know, because again, when these kind of news breaks, guests get emails, see it on social media, you know, and of course we always have that conversation. I always get the emails, Mike, I saw this. What's going on? I'm like, you know, it's the same thing that was in the email. It's exactly, it's September 23rd. It's, you know, they, all the ships with the magic. The magic is in November. You know, I it's, they're not lying. You know, it's that's right. the truth. It's you know, 100% it's like, true. But it's excitement is what I've gotten from my guests. And again, I think it's exactly what you said. It's just that. You know, it's one less variable at this point where, because yeah. we, we've gone through this and I understand that everything had to be a process from last, I believe it was August. Like I went down for that kind of return to sail sailing where they were trying to get people mm -hmm. to see what's this going to be like when we get, I mean, because again, I was talking to Pam about this, my wife, the other night at dinner, and it hasn't really been that long in the grand scheme of things. But yeah. when you think about it, I mean, there was a long time where all the cruise ships were just parked. I mean, all around the world, not just Disney Cruise Line, every cruise ship was parked. Nobody was sailing anywhere. And, you know, now it kind of seems like we are almost there. We're like pretty close. We're pushing almost to the kind of the final shoot in a running term. And, you know, we got the character meet and greets going back to normal with Disney Cruise Line here very shortly, like in the next couple of weeks. And... It's just one of those things, though, that, it, you know, I, I, like you said, I think it's just that folks were very nervous. But even since we had that over the past year or so, I had very few guests that were ever affected by it. But I guarantee you, I had many, many guests that had sleepless nights over it. That's it. I mean, in the big picture of things, we actually did have relatively few guests who were ever impacted by it but every time i cruised i thought of it like Seriously. literally every time i did i'm like gosh 
you like start thinking to yourself, is that a tickle in my throat? Exactly. I- <laughs> no, it's just that it's I had Chipotle. You know. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh my gosh, my nose is running. Yes, ma'am. Your nose is running probably every spring, every fall. Like it's seasonal allergies. It's the one that you take the allergy pill for. Remember that? I mean, it's so stupid. But uh, anyways, um, yeah. So there won't be the worry about that for sure. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to see all these Disney destinations and, and all the different cruise lines to be able to, um, you know, do their best to recover in terms of their business. I mean, that that's a big mountain for them to climb. So it's good to see that there's a way out. Yeah. We'll get back to, we'll get to the questions here, but I just, I, I think the cruise lines have, have really kind of been a model, not just Disney cruise line, but the cruise line industry in general, Really, yes. I mean, they, they, they were very restrictive in how they returned to sailing and they went through a lot of protocols and I think they really did it right, you know, and they're continuing. I mean, that's their business. They don't want to have outbreaks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they're yeah. going to continue to make sure that everybody's safe at sea and everybody has a good time. But they also want to make it, you know, the, the best thing about cruising. I was talking, Scott and I were talking about this on Sunday night. The very best thing about cruising is that you totally get to escape reality for a little bit when you're out to sea there's something about the water there's something about being yeah. detached from the real world you're in beautiful places you're you're you know totally unattached from a schedule like you normally on land and uh you know this is just a return to that so i'm excited for that I'm, and i'm so excited for the podcast cruise in july i cannot I know. I know. Right. It's coming. I like it will be here before we know it. Cause we know how quickly time, time goes. And every year as you get older, don't you feel like it, it goes a little faster. Oh, man. <laughs> My kids cheering high school tonight. What is yeah. going on? I'm only 24. I know, right? I know it's messed up. Okay. <laughs> let's get to the questions. We don't want to bait and switch you. That's why you're here. And Brooke has a question. It says first Christmas at Disney. Hey, BOGP crew. We are going on our first holiday trip to Disney world at the beginning of December. We received a deal for four nights off property. We're attending the Christmas party one day and we'll spend that morning or afternoon checking out the magic kingdom resorts before we can enter the park for the party. We'll be at Disney Springs the first night. I can't decide how to structure the other two days. She has two options. Option one, day one to go to Hollywood Studios and Epcot on that day. Day two, look at the decorations at the other resorts, play putt-putt, other non-park things. Or her other option is to have day one at the studios and day two at Epcot. So one day at each park. Uh, she says, go at a slower pace and possibly set, a t- set aside time in the morning or evening to see the Epcot resorts. We've been to Disney World several times, so this trip is mostly about enjoying the holiday festivities for the first time. Thanks. Brooke is from Tuscaloosa, where I hear they have a little football team. She says, roll tide, roll tide. Meet Utah State this weekend. All right. So what would you do? Would you take the studios in Epcot in one day and then take the other day to you know, full day to kind of go to do, you know, winter Summerland, Disney, well, they're already going to go to Disney Springs, but other resorts, that kind of stuff, or full day at Epcot, full day at the Springs, because they want to focus on the holidays. What would you do? I would do full day. Same. Full day at Epcot and full day at Hollywood Studios, right? That's what you get. That's yeah, what that's, yeah, that was her, her second option. Choice. That's what I would do too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, first of all, Epcot is 
my one of my favorite parks. And I guess I could say that one of my four favorite parks. No, it's at least in the top four. I mean, at least maybe five, you know. No, Epcot ranks up there as number one-ish all the time (laughs) in my book, right? And especially now with um, the new attractions that that are there, the, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. But you're going to be able to also do, they have the Epcot Festival of... Uh, holidays, I believe it Thank is. Thank you. I think it is holidays. <laughs> it's crazy. Why it's cra- isn't there an alliteration just, there? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying it's a crazy name, Festival of the Holidays. I mean, it's just like it's on point. <laughs> I want to say Festival of Fun. Exactly. I want it to be. <laughs> is know, it not Mickey's like Not that. So Scary for Holidays or something? I don't know. Exactly. But um, the Festival of the Holidays also includes food booths. So you'll have the opportunity to sort of snack around, do the attractions. Of course, I think that Epcot has some great attractions in addition to just the awesomeness of being able to walk around Epcot, which is, you know, I think when you're trying to describe to someone Epcot, it's like you go there, you sort of walk around all day, you visit these different countries and people are like, oh, is that fun? And you're like, uh, yeah, it's really fun. Especially at the holidays because you're not fighting hot weather. Like you you have more stamina. Right. And the other reason why I would choose one day in each park is that at night, especially at the holidays, both of these parks are just so awesome. And there's awesome things to do in both parks, right? For one, in Epcot, you're going to want to see the beacons of magic on Spaceship Earth. You're going to. And then over in Hollywood Studios, they have some of the most awesome Holiday decorations of oh, any the of poodles, the poodles, the right? Those, the spaghetti, spaghetti poodles, poodles yeah. are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. But just everything there, it just so fits in with the theme of the Hollywood studios and there's neon and it's awesome. So I would really take both a day for both. And I don't think you'll regret it. And for nothing else to enjoy, to fully enjoy the nighttime activities that are available then. So here's what I would do to kind of help her out here is that, okay, so you do the full day. I would totally do that. Epcot one day, studios one day. But if you want to see the resorts too, because and I encourage you to do that, I would say go to Epcot early, right when it opens, take a midday break and go over and just do the loop of Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, make an ADR at a restaurant, say like an Ale and Compass or Cape mm-hmm. May Cafe, and just, but I mean, it's hard to say because Epcot's got so many great dining locations <laughs> within the park. Because I mean, you could do Space 220, you could do Garden Grill, you could do anywhere around World Showcase. But I mean, you, I, I would still, you know, maybe, you know, dine at one of the, the hotels, maybe Trattoria El Forno. But you want to get around and see that kind of stuff. And then when you're at the studios, you might do the same thing where you could hop the Skyliner maybe midday to get out of the park, kind of take a break, go over to the Riviera, maybe do Primo Piatto for a counter service lunch. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to do that or you could do something like, you know, if you could get a um, why, why, why am I blanking on the place at the top of the riv, the, the, the fancy place. That has a character breakfast. A Topolino's. Topolino's. I mean, you could do that, you know, for, for a meal or you could go Is this what our podcast is going to become? Like we each help each other exactly. out with. We're, we're like the old, words. we're like the old couple. We can't put anything together today. 
So this is exactly this is what happens when you've been doing this for 15 years. It's like, what, exactly. what, what magic? What? Uh, anyway. So, but I mean, you could go to Sebastian's Bistro. I mean, that's yeah. kind of an underrated, kind of under the radar place at Caribbean Beach. You know, see those. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of options. You don't have to be in the park the whole day, but you do when it's not so hot. And definitely there's so much to see, especially at Epcot, because you got all those storytellers, you know, around yeah. the World Showcase. That, that's that's something to not just you know, still want to be like, you know, Chevy Chase and, you know, National Lampoon's Vacation at the Grand Canyon. Like, mm -hmm, OK, let's go. You know, you want to <laughs> exactly. actually listen to the stories. You know, that, that's yeah. part of the fun. Don't just check a box. Exactly. That's it. a good. You should put that on a plaque. <laughs> Don't just check a box. All right. Next question is from Stephanie. Hello, Mike and the fabulous BOGP crew. Uh, OK, I'm going to revive an old favorite question with a twist. When do you think Woody's Backyard Roundup Rodeo Barbecue? will open and there's a lot of words in that is that really what it's called woody's round woody's backyard roundup rodeo barbecue does it have all those names that's a long sign anyway it's, um yeah there's it? some alliteration going on that there is too. a lot uh they said 2022 but the clock is ticking on this year will this be another space 220 what do you all think another related question any thoughts on 1900 park ferry opening it's a family favorite, and we're missing it. Have a great week, and thanks, as always, for making my drive to work a little happier. Stephanie is out in Boise, Idaho, home of the blue turf, speaking of college football. All right, first of all, what do you think about, let's just call it Woody's Barbecue. Because I'm yeah, just going to go just short. Do that. Yeah, yes, I mean, let's yes. get to the point. It's Woody's and it's barbecue. By the way, the wish with a cantina and barbecue we yes. are sailing the right ship for the podcast cruise. God help us if you can't find Mike or Scott. We're get you in the dining. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, if we're not at tequila tasting, we will either be at the cantina or the or, or eating ribs. So you will not have any problem finding us. But back to the question at hand for Stephanie: What do you think about Woody's? I haven't heard much about it lately, to be honest. This is where we need a Ricky. Um, I haven't either, and so that's what makes me think. It's going to be later rather than sooner <laughs> because usually when we're making progress on something, you hear reports either from cast members who are involved in the process or they've hired cast members or they, you know what I mean? You get that or you have guests who saw the progress, saw it being built, blah, blah, blah. And I think that that's the area of there being staffing is something that continues to plague Disney and every other business in the world. So that may be the thing that is delaying it more than other things. I don't know. No insider information. I hate to even hazard a guess as to it because I think for the past couple of years, um, we've proven probably a few times over that our guesses are not that good. Um, so, <laughs> But here's the thing. Okay, so I am not joking about this. I mentioned... Less than 24 hours ago, when we did the, the, the Sunday Night Live call-in show, the Disney Cruise Line was being cautious and dragging their feet with change of vaccination <laughs> rules. It happened again within 12 hours. Like, we make stuff happen. So if you are That's eating true. ribs this weekend in the studios, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, if all of a sudden, you know, Woody's out there, like, come on, Maybe. here's a bib. You know, come right. on in. Just don't get barbecue sauce on your white pants. You know, it's that's us. Um, no, I, I know. Maybe we'll get like a little one of the things on Disney Parks blog where we're like they're testing out different foods or whatever, you know, something like that to give us a little more information on that. But yeah, I know it's a great question. Um, and the studios needs another restaurant so badly. Yes. So badly. This one's <laughs> going to be a huge hit. I mean, th this one is. 
100% necessary. It's needed. Like they yes. need this restaurant. They do. And I hope they're consulting with the guys who do Polite Pig. Let's oh, just say that, stop. right? Yeah, they, they should get with the guys who do Polite Pig and then Flame Tree. <laughs> and then do, yes, do, just so like, right. I'll be like, you remember those old cartoons with like Pepe Le Pew? Like, I'll just be floating with my nose up in the air. Just like, <laughs> right. Where's Mike going? I don't know, but exactly. I'm following the barbecue. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, exactly. man, so good. So uh, what about 1900 Park Fair? I, I, that one is kind of strange because, you know, again, it's probably staffing, I would say. Uh, they were using it kind of for overflow over at the Grand Floridian Cafe or something. They, they had other, they were using it for kind of a weird usage, but I think they want to bring it back if they can. I would it's think popular. so too. And I, I wonder if they're going to take the opportunity to sort of reimagine that at that point. Um, I will say I liked the, I liked eating there. I thought it was a great addition to the Grand Floridian because there's so many people with kids who are staying there. I will say the music from that, the organ, um, you know, that played while you were in there at times was overwhelming. Um, it was just loud at different times and whatnot. And so I, I'm not saying that I know that anyone else felt the same way, but you know, if I get to vote, I, I would say, let's take the organ out and let's like make it a character meal. Like, I think we should really just go with the theme at the Grand Floridian. Um, if it's going to be Mary Poppins, like now Citricose has that Mary Poppins theme and whatnot. I would love to see that be at the Grand Floridian. Um, I would love to see Mary and Bert and the penguins. The penguins, and, exactly. I mean, they're always right. out there for the races. Yeah. Yes. I think that that would be so awesome and just so in theme and in keeping with the Grand Floridian. So there's my vote for that. Today, by the way, is recording 58th anniversary of Mary Poppins. Shout out. Look at that. It's full of trivia. That's what you get for uh, going on Twitter. Wow. I know. All right, Kevin's in our live chat. Thanks for being here, Kevin. We appreciate you. What do you guys think of the odds that Be Our Guest Restaurant returns to quick service lunch? That was kind of an interesting thing where it was a hybrid restaurant, quick service lunch and full service, table service dinner. I liked it. Did you like that? I like that because it gave, it gave, it kind of hit two different audiences and it gave, I'm, don't take this the wrong way, but it gave cheap skates like me an op, you know, reason to get in there and enjoy right. the environment at a lower cost point and also at a quicker pace. But that's not the question. It's not asking if Mike's cheap because everybody knows I am. <laughs> um, what's the odds? I would say low because, again, I think that it, it's just it's it's easier to go all in on one way or the other. And mm-hmm. the, the higher kind of return per table is going to be table service. I agree. That's where I'm at. I, I say if we're going to do uh, over under, I say uh, 20% or less um, that it would, it returns to that. So um, that's, that's where I'm at. I agree with you too, Mike. I think there's a lot of transition that comes with converting a restaurant from one to the other. And I think the other thing is, especially at the magic kingdom, they tend to have those dinner times start a little earlier. So that leaves the actual window for lunchtime to be rather small. Um, so those are all things that sort of are contributing to my best guess. Yep. We'll see. All right. Zach has a question. I like this one. Heading to Disneyland in November. We book dining next week. What's one must do dining reservation to have? So I love that I can answer these questions. Oh man. <laughs> okay. The one is blue Bayou for me. I mean, 
we had that meal there. It was our last night at Disney. It was perfect. It was the last night at Disneyland. We were eating in Pirates of the Caribbean. We were having Monte Cristos. We had a hurricane. I mean, hello. It was. I mean, that hur- <laughs> and that thing was so good. That Monte Cristo. And it was just, you know, I was there with my family, my best bud and his family. I mean, like, this is it. Like, I just remember that night thinking, this is it. I mean, this is this is just as good as it gets for me right now as a Disney fan. Like, I could not have been happier. I loved Blue Bayou, everything about it. But also counter service, Hungry Bear. I am going to get a shirt that says I am the Hungry Bear fan club. I love that place. And I didn't even really know it existed before we went out there. I thought it was cool. So it's what a about fun you, place. It is kind of hidden away. Okay, so I'm going to give two because, you know, that's my prerogative. Right. I, I mean, usually give... Ricky's not here, so why not? <laughs> I usually give two. So um, I am going to say if you're looking for a really nice meal, a nice sit-down meal, Napa Rose cannot be beat. It's actually, it is fantastic. The setting's great. The servers are fantastic. And the food is so, so good. Um, It's over at the Grand Californian. So check that one out. And then I will give one over for Disney's California Adventure. And that is the Lamplight Lounge. It's just a really cool location. You can sit outside or you can sit inside. Has good food, great drinks. Um, That's a great location too. If you sit outside, you hear Dash going on the California screaming the whole time. Not California screaming, the Incredible Coaster. You don't, believe it or not. And I don't know why. Um, maybe they have whatever. But no, you don't hear that. But you do need to go to the bathroom. That's the one thing I will say there, too. Okay. See, I didn't go. Scott went there the night we went to the Dodgers game. So I missed out on that one. So yeah, just next time, one. I got to go back. Okay. Uh, Andrew's got a question. What's a better attraction to catch at the Magic Kingdoms, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair or the Festival of Fantasy Parade. And I think you're just trying to do that to see if I can pronounce them. And I did about 50% on that. I give myself a C. Yeah. Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. I can't even remember what that is. I love the, I love Festival It's like of the Castle Fork. Okay, show. good to see. I never watched that. So I'm going Festival of Fantasy because I like that parade. My issue is... It's a sucker bet for me. Okay, now here's why. I love the parade. I think it's well done. I think it was more well done pre-COVID. It was bigger. But it's a great parade. But the thing is, if I stay to see this parade, I just mess myself up because I'm a midday break person. And if you wait around to see this and (laughs) then try to take your midday break, you're too late. Like you got it. You got to commit to the midday break by at least like what you got to be rolling out of that park at like 1230. If you try to stay around to like two to see this parade and you try to take a midday break, you you're done. Like, cause you're, 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 you're by the time you take your break, your, your evenings too is shot. So it's a great thing, but you got to be in for the whole day. This would be like a Ricky. Ricky doesn't watch parades, but she doesn't take breaks. Like it's great. If you're staying in the park the whole day, I like festival of fantasy long, long answer. What, what do you say to that? Well, she doesn't have to take a break. Cause she doesn't get there that's until true. like noon. she's rolling in when the parade is coming down main street. Like that's her welcome right? show is exactly what that is. <laughs> so I was going to say festival of fantasy parade too. And if only, if I had to give one reason why, um, the dragon boom mic drop it's awesome i mean that's one of my favorite parts now i like all of the parade but the fact that maleficent is back in the parade she's there 
Um, I think that that's totally worth seeing. And you get to see so many different characters. And the other reason is, is that <clears throat> unlike the shows that take uh, place there at the Castle Forecourt, there are all kinds of different great locations to see the parade from. You can go where it starts, where it ends, in the middle, you know, in Frontierland or on Main Street or one of those where I feel like the ability to, um, see, you know, get a great viewing location for the castle shows is a little more challenging. I like the the the, the guys is from is it um, is it brave I think or where they swing back and forth on yes. axes. Yes. I think that's a yes. great float. That's a great. <laughs> it is. That's it's a, really because cool. got the motion. That's pretty fun. All right, Nathan's got a question. Hey, Mike, just had a quick question. I heard on the podcast the other day someone asking. Uh, something similar about a Guardian's reservation during after hours. My question is about after wine and dine race is the wine and dine race after party. Will they open up a reservation booking period or is it first come first serve for Guardians? Uh, leaving for Universal in a couple of weeks. I know we'll have fun, but I don't seem as fired up as I normally am for a Disney trip. Thanks. Nathan, Nathan, you're going to have a good time over at Universal, especially yeah, during Halloween. Yeah, 100%. But so these after-hour events, though, I believe the Guardians is just uh, first come, first served, right? I mean, do they do that during the after-hours events? I haven't been to one yet. And I don't think that they've been doing that, but the, um, you know, for this wine and dine race, I don't, there's been nothing put out saying that there was going to be a virtual queue for this race. Um, you know, unlike the after hours that are available to the guests staying on the deluxe in the deluxe property, you do have the option of securing another um, shot at the virtual queue. But I have not heard about them doing it for these kind of race events at this point. That's true because it was open in May and uh, yes, first race weekend since. So we'll see. But I would imagine, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's only a hard ticket event. It's all, I'm trying to think that party is usually like three or four hours long. I usually don't go to it. I'll be honest. Cause I'm, I'm not a night person. Um, but <laughs> again, the third, probably the fifth thing we've said today that I'm an old dude, uh, like, too, old, too late for me, but, uh, yeah, I, we'll, we'll, we'll put that out there as we find out more information. Oh, did you happen to see the medals for Marathon Weekend today? Yes, I did. Okay, these are kind of polarizing. What were your thoughts? Because they were very different. The, the most, uh, most, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna stand out on my wall. Let me just say, in my Dobie uh, collection, if I finish. I will. They seem to have a different look about them. You think? But, you think? Yeah. <laughs> but I like that we're getting something new, right? Same, this same. won't get lost in the crowd. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, these these would have looked good in spinning wheels roller rink back in the day. I'm just saying, man, these things, <laughs> yeah. I like them. I mean, the thing is, like, I got so many medals that look very similar, right, over the years at this point that, you know, they all look kind of similar. These do not look similar. These are, I mean, Disney, I got to give them, run Disney, man, they went all, like, somebody must have said, okay, <laughs> I, I, I just would love to be at these meetings, right, these brainstorming meetings, like, all right. Do you really, how far do you want to lean into this nineties thing? Like, right. okay, so we're going to have this merch. Okay. That merch is kind of cool. People might buy that, you know, leg warmers at the expo. Probably not, but we'll see, you know, and everybody will buy it because it's, you know, it's runners and we're all crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, okay, here's the medals. They're probably like, whoa, those suckers are bright. 
and they do <laughs> not look like any other medals we've ever done. But you know what? No. I mean, there's something that are just going to be fun, and I mean, they do look different. But I'm I'm kind of excited. I, I like it. It's it, it, it. You'll definitely remember these medals over other race. <laughs> Um, yeah, you'll feel like you're in the Goofy movie, I think, right? I mean, Powerline to be singing and doing your anthem as you walk into a room wearing these. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, these are uh, these have a look. <laughs> They're very neon. They're very yeah. 90210. Like when I saw them, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm going up to Scott and do the little thing that Dylan and Brandon used to do. The <laughs> like when we walk away. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. They got to look. All right. Oh, Kurt roll tide. Kurt. Yes. He's down in uh, Bama country he says roll tide guys. What are Pam's top three lounges for my wife and I to visit? Speaking of wine and dine with no kids when they're down there for that weekend. So let's go with top, top three. I need a Casey. Okay. Case All right, here we go. So I'm going to put Enchanted Rose there at the Grand Floridian. It is totally worth seeing. They have good food and good drinks. So you can get a little snack if you feel like you're needing it. If you're, if you're feeling peckish, as they say, peckish. you can get a little snack or a light meal there. <laughs> um, and they have some great drinks. So um, try that. Um Wine Bar George over in the Springs, I think, is another great location for so many different reasons. Um, again, they have great food in addition to great drinks, and it's not just wine. Um, they have it, they have biscuits and gravy. <laughs> just saying, <laughs> SEC fans, biscuits and gravy. I mean, done. Come on now, if you're a SEC fan, biscuits and gravy is a love language. I'm just saying. <laughs> They have a great charcuterie, um, all kinds of things. So Wine Bar George, yeah, it's a great location. Um, and gosh, especially for a Disney fan, I think you got to stop by Trader Sam's. I mean, it's just, and you got to be inside. Mm -hmm. They have an outdoor sort of location, right? That's the outdoor part, but you want to be inside just to experience that. Um, and you're going to get some kind of crazy drink. You're going to have the opportunity to buy the glass. And of course you want to buy oh, the glass. Totally. I mean, how else would you remember this time there if you didn't buy the glass? So, yeah, do that. Too. I'm looking for my uh-oh thing. I don't know where it is. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> know, <laughs> it right? floats around. like It, it always seems like a good idea to buy it when you're there, right? You're well, like, of course I want the glass. Plus yes. then, like, you're, you know, it's like a baby taking it home. You know, it's like, oh, man, I paid like 50 bucks for this thing. I got to get it. <laughs> You know, TSA don't break it you know got to pack it in the suitcase and yeah it gives you it's like a you know it's like a challenge at that point you know gotta get the sucker yeah. home all right next question and roll tide and uh, god bless Saban all right uh that's for Scott Justin's got a question he says possible Disney Park Day in Anaheim the Sunday after Thanksgiving he says hey Mike my family's traveling to Carlsbad and I want to try to get a day out of one of the parks up north it should be just about the perfect time to ask you which park we should do since you just made your first trip out there and all your experiences are fresh. And also, I guess we can still somehow uh, get you. Uh, let's see. Oh, hang on. Skip that. OK, so he says one. I'm assuming Disneyland is the way to go, but wondered if you thought of reasons we might want to do one park instead of the other. And two, maybe a few top restaurants to try to get reservations for, which we just mentioned. As a reminder, I've got two boys, a six-year-old and an almost four-year-old at the time of the trip. Regards, Justin. And then he followed up. He says, I forgot to mention, 
We will likely check out of a nearby hotel Monday morning and want to hang around some Disney area during the workday uh, for the family to have some places to visit outside of the parks and where I can work on my laptop. Maybe a shopping area or resort. Any thoughts, Justin? So first of all, downtown Disney, it, 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 uh, Disneyland is awesome. So I would work there, maybe go over to the Grand Californian, sit in their, lo- their lobby is awesome. Uh, Disneyland, Disneyland Hotel's lobby is so super retro, though. I'd go in there. To, plenty of places to work around there. Yeah. So that's the second part. Here's the thing. And I can't believe I'm saying this. He's got two boys that are six and four, and they're going to go one day. God, it's killing me. I'm almost saying California Adventure. What wow. You, I mean, if it was Justin, I would say Disneyland. But God, there's so much to do for kids like Cars Land, the mm-hmm. Credit Coaster. There's a lot. Critter Country, or yeah, the, the the big water ride, which we didn't do because I right. it soaked. I don't know. What do you, but there, I mean, Disney, really, there's no wrong answer. I mean, both there parts have not. tons, but I, I was just blown away by Cars Land. Cars Land is, it's my favorite land, even over Galaxy's Edge of all Disneyland's at this point. Well, plus you have Avengers Campus that too. too. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a Marvel guy, so, but it was well done. I just didn't oh, get yeah. it. I didn't get it. I, I liked Pim's Test Kitchen though. I like my little bitty fork. Yeah. So. Uh, right. <laughs> I I think there's no wrong answer to like I could make a case for either but I'm going to sort of pile on to what Mike suggested and just because it while Disneyland and Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World are similar there are definitely some attractions that are at Disneyland that aren't in the Magic Kingdom Disney's California Adventure only exists at the Disneyland Resort right there isn't a Disney's California Adventure in Walt Disney World or Disneyland Paris or other locations. And I think the Avengers Campus and Cars Land and whatnot, it does make it a really great location for um, anyone to visit. And it's just a very unique experience. So um, I think we're both kind of suggesting California Adventure. And Scott says, again, because we had this conversation a lot while we were out there, Disney's California Adventure is his favorite theme park of all the theme parks. Now, Walt Disney World and Disneyland, California Adventure is his top of the six. Interesting. Which I kind of see it. I mean, it's a, and the thing is like I going, this is, this is what's so weird until you have experiences, right? Going in, I was like, ah, when I was making my theme park reservations, we had the five day hopper tickets. It yeah. was killing me to make theme park reservations for California Adventure because I'm like, I just want to go to Disneyland five days. Like, I'm never going right? to hop over there. I could care less. I get the second park. And then when we went over there, I'm like, dang, this park is fun. Because yeah. it doesn't have the history, but I, that's the whole thing. It was so fun. It was just fun. It was cool. I loved it. I agree. And it so it doesn't, it hasn't been there as long, but at the same time, it does like, that whole Main Street area sort of gives tributes to mm-hmm. Walt's journey. And I love that about it, too. I I really do. I so appreciate that. And, yeah, for, I mean, I think it's a great park. I think that you'll go and enjoy it. Sleeper hit was that Monsters, Inc. little dark ride. I like that thing. We <laughs> rode that three times because, you know, not a lion. And it was it's so well done. But it's way back there. Nobody, you wouldn't even know it was there. I like I it. know. Yeah. It is back it, there. It was fun. Okay, last question of the day is from uh Emily. And it's a you can tell, man, we're 
It must be almost September because it's another question about Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. I mean, yes. she, it's we're past Halloween already. You know, it's not even Labor Day. <laughs> uh, see here. Hey, Mike and crew, love your show. And the tips that are shared from listeners are very much appreciated over the years. We love our listeners, too. Uh, taking my mom in her 80s to the world in December to enjoy the decorations. She doesn't ride many rides, but she loves the parades, the fireworks and the shopping. I am wondering if tickets to the Very Merry Christmas Party would be worth the extra cost or better spent for something like a dessert party, if that is even offered during the holidays. To, uh, to date, they aren't showing any dates in December. Any suggestions would be appreciated. Love your show. It helps the daily commute go by so quickly. Emily, I didn't know we had so many people commuting still, which I love that. If you are. Uh, right. Hey, my commute is from the bed to the basement. I mean, but... <laughs> It's hey, if you're commuting, thanks for taking us along. Seriously, because I always wanted to work in radio, and if you're taking us in the car or on the train, that's awesome, man. I, I am so excited right now, um, living the dream. But it, I say abs like the the party is made for your mom. I I say absolutely do this. Do you agree? I do too. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I. I, the parties are something that I think is, it's hard to sort of describe, but it it's a great celebration of the holidays. I mean, that's what it is. It, I always said for years we would go to, um, you know, Walt Disney World for Christmas. And I always said it was such a, a nice experience because I let Disney decorate and I yeah, let Disney no cook kidding. dinner yeah. and I let, you know, Disney do all those things. So that was really cool. And I think it just gives you an opportunity to sort of step out of your daily life, which around the holidays can get a little hectic. We all know, right. And really focus on the holidays and enjoying all those things that you don't have the time to really enjoy when you're at home. So love it. And the Christmas party is, is really to me, what it is, it's kind of like what you see on Christmas morning on the, the special, the, you know, 15 <laughs> years ago, it was the, you know, the parade. Yeah. It was more of, you know, a Christmas morning celebration. Now it's kind of like an infomercial with some singing and stuff, but you get to see that, you know, that awesome parade and you get to be up close and it'll, you'd have the snope on main street. You have the awesome fireworks show. You get to have hot cocoa and cookies. I mean, if you're a Christmas fan, and you want to go at a slower pace, like sounds like this is why you're there. This is, I mean, it's made for you. And Becca in the live chat, she's got a great point. Like, don't go to a park that day. Make that a day that you hang out at the resort, you know, maybe sleep in, have a brunch, mm -hmm. and then go at four o'clock and just take it in at a slow pace. I That sounds yeah. like the perfect day. Totally. It does. Yeah. Great make advice. Some Christmas. Yeah, I'm, now, I don't know if you got to go all in like people do lately and wear the pajamas. Like maybe Christmas. Scott did. Scott didn't Scott wear pajamas. I think he did last year. It cracks me up. Yeah. It cracks me jams. up. <laughs> I don't know if that's mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it do you is. have to wear footies. I don't know. The footy pajamas. <laughs> I think your footies would be worn out by the end of the I think so. And I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to see me in footy pajamas, even though I do have a onesie. That's a Mizzou thing. It was a joke because it was at like big lots. Um, and so <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. All right. Anyway, we are out of here. We're going to be back again on Friday and we're going to talk about upgrades that are worth it, even for a cheap person like Mike Ralden. We're going to talk about it because sometimes those upgrades don't cost much more, but the value in the upgrade is so worth it. 
that you're just you're leaving an experience on the table by not at least considering that upgrade. We're going to talk about Cruise Line. We're going to talk about Walt Disney World, other destinations. So be there for that. Don't forget tomorrow we'll have the replay from Sunday night's live show where Scott gives some highlights from his recent trip to Walt Disney World. We take some calls. A lot of fun there as well. Of course, these shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel and the agents over at the Magic for Less. Let me just tell you about the agents over there. They are professional, passionate agents. They are not only Disney fans. I mean, that's a given, but they are trained in the destinations. They know the latest protocols for Disney Cruise Line. They know the tips and tricks so that you're not paying extra when it comes to your Disney desk, you know, to your Disney trip. But most importantly, they've been there, done that. And they want to make sure that you avoid the pitfalls. And when you get to that Disney destination, you are set up for success. You're going to have a great time. You're going to have all those little tips before you leave home. So when you get there, you've got all those tools in your tool belt. You know how to have an amazing vacation. You just get to have fun when you get there and make those memories with your family. That's what it is all about. As we move into this holiday season where it's Halloween and it's Christmas and Thanksgiving, we just want you to have great trips moving into 2023. So just swing by the magic for less today. Fill out that free, no obligation quote form. And let's get that trip on the on the horizon for you. Let's get it on the books. Again, a $200 deposit. It's a dream and a, whatever they say, that Walt Disney quote. You know, you get that $200 deposit down, you're locked in. But you don't have to worry about it because if you have to cancel or modify, you have up until 30 days before the trip. You can get that deposit back if needed, if something were to come up. But you get those dates because, Pam, we've seen this. Travel is back and dates are going quickly, even into 2023 at this point. It's crazy. I, I've i always been a proponent of booking early, right? I like to tell people, people are like, when should I book? I'm like, as soon as you know your dates and, and the availability is there. Well, more than ever, as soon as you know your dates, put down the $200 deposit um, for Walt Disney World. Um, and then for Disney Cruise Line, uh, you know, that as well. We also had the release of Galactic Star Cruiser for 2023 dates. Again, it's very important to lock some of these things in early to avoid disappointment, yeah, as right. they used to say, oh. right? And then we talk about Scott, and he's here in the live chat. He said it did make for a great Christmas card, the footy pajamas. So there you go. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Anyway, so check them out today. Over at themagicforless.com, we'll take great care of you right away. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That one extra click just takes you right back to the site, but it does support everything we do. So please bookmark it and use it as often as you can. brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys make this all possible. You allow us to put out, I know we're crazy for doing this, three to four times a week the shows go out all around the world. And if you are crazy enough, you get a fifth show from us, Mike in the Midwest, every week. So if you want to get in on that, come on over to patreon.com slash podcast. All right, give Pam a follow on the social media at TMFLTPam on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Mike. I'd love to talk to you this week. And uh, give us a uh, call this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's you, me, and Scotty G live on Facebook and YouTube where we just uh, we talk about the news of the week. So you guys uh, determine what we talk about each week, and it's always a lot of fun. All right, we're going to get out of here and be back again on Friday. Again, upgrades that are worth it. So think about it, and then we'll have that conversation, and we'll talk about it again on Sunday night where you can kind of continue the conversation that we start on Friday. So for Pam, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday, but it's time to get back to work. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.